Zelda in Fulte Podcast. Bum-bum-bum-bum. Hey everybody, welcome to the Zelda Informer Podcast. That opening is brought to us by Brandon and Company. My name is Adam, and before we get into this week's episode, here's the weekly rundown. The recent return of the Nintendo Direct shocked gamers the world over, Twilight Princess HD wins the award for least effort, and Cloud Strife angsts his way into another franchise. Once again, my name is Adam, and this week I'm happily joined by... Yo, 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 what's up? Actually, I shouldn't be saying yo, 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 I should be saying, uh... Hello there, fellow human beings. It is I, the Destroyer, aka Chris, back from the Wasteland known as the Commonwealth of Massachusetts, or actually the Commonwealth now. What's up, guys? Hi, I'm Colin. I just got back from New York City, where I collided into a yokai watch advertisement. Oh, boy. I'm so sorry. <laughs> it was kind of funny. I was just like, all right, I just bought my stuff. Thank you. Bye, clunk. <laughs> and then you're, and then you get were, out of here. <laughs> and then you were bored the entire time. <laughs> no, I was, I was rushing to a train. Oh. <laughs> That's better. Yeah, um, and I am Luke, uh, the resident Australian, um, and I am back in again. Uh, things got a bit radioactive this Monday as Fallout was launched, and I'm happy. Yay, radioactive! <laughs> Yay. Yay, radioactivity! Yay! I have the plague now. Yeah, let me go oh, get no. some rat away. <laughs> You'll be good. <laughs> not, not the plague. <laughs> Just do some jet. You'll be fine. What? Do some jet? Yeah. Do some jet. You'll be fine. <laughs> who cares about the addiction? What is whatever. <laughs> um. So who cares what we played this past week? Because I know you all played Fallout, except for me, because I'm I can't afford it. Ooh, Fallout. Fallout Four. Well, actually, Adam, um, I played uh two really big AAA games that came out recently. But oh, so what did, did you I. play, Colin? Well, we'll hold it off till later because we have a lot to talk about. Yeah, there was a Nintendo Direct that happened recently. But I will say that the two games I played were Call of Duty Black Ops 3 and, of mm-hmm. course, Fallout 4. Yes. Very cool. So I will have my opinions on both of them. But uh, until then... There will be choice words later. And I'll be sure um, to share my opinions as well. So yeah, uh, we just watched the Nintendo Direct. It just uh, aired uh, across the world. And uh, by the way, before we get into that, before the actual uh, Nintendo Direct, I was streaming a bunch of art. I was actually doing the work on this week's banner. Uh, hopefully, I have it done. If so, you'll see it up there. Um, but if you want to start watching me do art streams, possibly banners for each episode or other cool things, uh, you can check it out on Picardo.tv uh, forward slash Milkman Art Delivery. Or if you check on my Twitter or down below, there will be helpful links for you. Uh, this is just a cool way you can support me outside of the podcast. Uh, just thought I'd mention it. But anyway... Back you let to... me know when you're streaming again so I can watch, because every single I will... time it just never lands on when I'm free, so. <laughs> I will, I'll let you know, definitely. Cheers. Um, but yeah, so this is going to be spoiler-ridden, so if you haven't li- watched the Nintendo Direct, go watch it, because three, two, one, holy f- yeah. Cloud Strife. Yes. Oh my, what? Are we starting <laughs> with Cloud Strife? Okay. Um, I, I need to. Actually, I need to start, start with this I just one. wanted to mention that today I was having uh, a not-too-great day. Um, so what I did was I got on the, uh, the, the, the next train at my local train station. I went to New York city. Was and it I called actually... the hype train? <laughs> no. <laughs> and I actually watched, uh, the Nintendo direct live streamed at Nintendo world store. That's so... nice. Was yeah. it fun? Yeah, no, it was, it was pretty fun. Um, it's, I mean, Nintendo world is just a great, great store and mm-hmm. it has like really cool Nintendo stuff all over the place. So. It was great seeing it. Do they ever have sales? 
Uh, they sometimes do. I wouldn't I wouldn't say anything there is like terribly priced though. So that's that's a plus, but um it's it was nice to actually watch the return of the direct with a large group of people in a public space. That's nice. And it reminds me the way you described it to me before the show. It reminded me of uh watching the their E3 direct at E3 with a bunch of people just like sitting on the floor in front of TVs. Yeah, it's pretty much what we were doing. Yeah, on and a, it's uh, it's smaller uh, scale. It's exciting. It, there's yeah. like an energy to it, and everybody's having a good time usually. Yeah. Yeah. Unlike some people on Twitter. <laughs> can, can I just say something? Can just I, I would go just for like it. To add, I have a few. Th- I have a few things about this huge Smash Brothers announcement that I so knew, we all knew it was coming at the very end. We yeah. wanted to come at the very end. Yeah, like, we we knew we knew there was going to be a Smash announcement, and part of me knew that it was going to happen at the end. Because, like, I was talking to one of my friends who streams, uh, Pace Cat. His name's Dan. And we were, like, discussing when there were going to be a, a Smash announcement. He's, like, I'm, he was confused because it had been, like, 30 minutes and they already, they still hadn't talked about Smash Bros. And I was, like, I think they're just going to wait till the end. Yeah, I was <laughs> with my, my good so. friend animator, Screwitz, a.k.a. my friend Paulson. And, Tell him uh, I said hi. Uh, will do. Um, we were watching together, um, and... We as soon as it happened, oh my god, were we so we were so very shocked, um, in both good and bad ways. Uh, me, like, me, me, more importantly, mm-hmm. just because he's—I don't think he's played more Final Fantasy, but like he knew exactly who Cloud was. But like, holy right. shit! Yeah. Excuse, oh, excuse yeah. me. Um, I'll allow it this once. Okay, can I? Can I? May I go into detail my opinions on that? Or yeah, go for it. Okay, so like, oh my god, pro! Oh my god, Cloud Strike Final Fantasy is in is in this game. That's crazy. Like, can mm-hmm. I get... Can we all get a hell yeah? Hell yeah? Hell yeah. I, <laughs> I, I remember... Man, that room, by the way, that that store, when, when it said Smash Brothers Cross, and then it said Final Fantasy, that room was, like, electric. Like, you... <laughs> it was... You could You could not... power New York City with that room. Yeah, no, like... Man, they, that's what Nintendo should have done after Hurricane Sandy. They should have just said, hey, there's a new Smash Brothers and Cloud Strife's going to be in it, and we wouldn't have had the power outages for, like, three <laughs> months. Um, it was it was great. Of course, my first reaction was, like, Final Fantasy VII isn't even a Nintendo what? game. Yeah, it was like, what? But then you see Cloud, and you're like, no. And then, then it, like, pans me... up, and you're like, no. But, but then, then it, like... wonder if the Final Fantasy VII remake is coming to Wii U. Maybe. Or at least a Nintendo system, and this is their way of announcing it. Because Possibly. they have said that the remake is going to be multi-platform, but the mm-hmm. only platform they've announced it is uh, PS4. Final Fantasy itself has been on plenty of Nintendo, like, you know. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's been so on I mean, it since, like, the first one until, I think, But it was interesting to see they, them uh, specifically say Final Fantasy VII. Yeah. It's not a franchise not that's... Final Fantasy. Well, I mean, it's the same instance with, like, Solid Snake being in um, Brawl, you know? Yeah, but we, that was at least Twin Snakes. There was Twin Snakes on the GameCube. I guess. It's not a series that's usually associated with uh, Nintendo, Final no. Fantasy, and Metal Gear, are both under that category. Where there have been games, but we don't associate it because it's such a strange thing. I mean, Crystal Chronicles was on Game Boy and uh, yeah. GameCube. Yeah. Uh, there was the the rhythm games, which are fantastic on the 3DS. Which, yeah, if you good. haven't played them before, Sur- check them out. They're wonderful. Surprisingly um, fun. They're surprisingly good. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, there's there's a bunch of games, but it just it's it's a Sony uh, flagship. Yeah, pretty in much. a way. We, we, um, we associate it with Sony so heavily, even though most of us probably played the first Final Fantasy games on a Nintendo console. I think 
Uh, I mean, I, I I did play Final Fantasy VII um on on a PlayStation console. Right. So yeah. it, I I found it like really interesting. I'm like, wow, okay, this opens up so many like new doors for like characters to be in Smash. Like just the fact yeah. that he seemed like not saying he's an unlikely character. I'm pretty sure you know a few maybe. No, few he was unlikely. Going... He is a hundred percent unlikely. Yeah, character. No yeah. One... You think he wasn't in, like the top ten list? No at, one at all. No, no speculation went to Cloud because of how unlikely it was. Yeah, it was just it was it was something that just didn't seem like they would ever do. It didn't seem like. They would get the ability to put him in the game, or they would be interested in in securing the ability to put put him in the game. So no, I 100 agree. Um, saying like, "Holy crap, Cloud is in Smash Brothers." When is Goku and Shrek? Like, <laughs> well, I mean, now now the choices are like they're not even astronomical anymore. Goku and Shrek could very well become in the game in like yeah, no, no. Like... Well, well, Shrek is not. Yeah, Sh- Shrek, no, but Goku, yes. Yeah, it's like these are characters that people have joked about being in Smash Brothers, but never yeah. expected in a million years. So, all right, actually, now that I, I've condu- I conducted some research, not necessarily conducted, but now this kind of proves like, wow, Sora could easily be thrown in the game and it'd be fine because yeah. they've had Kingdom Hearts on like 3DS and like DS consoles. Yeah, and like now, oh my god, it's gonna be great. And I want a Kingdom Hearts three Super Mario World. Oh Jesus! <laughs> um, now, can we talk about a? Now, I want to talk about a certain con. I want to talk about a certain con about seeing Cloud Strife in in this game because you mentioned pretty... con and I got concerned. Yeah, no, well, there is a con. Yeah. Um, and yeah. it is a very common con. Um, and that is uh, Sword Fighter. We have yeah. another Sword Fighter in our midst. Oh, right. don't be one of those guys. I'm not Chris. trying to be one of those, but I mean, like, we have I, you know, as a podcast, people listen to. We should look at both sides. But I um, still think that it's such a bad argument. Like, oh, he uses a a. a I mean, a when you, he's blade. an obvious Ike clone, then I mean, come on. He is not an obvious Ike clone. Oh, his final smash is so Ike. It's always his like up moves and down moves. You mean the thing that nobody cares about? A I'm final just saying, smash. I'm not just his final smash, but other moves are very Ike looking. And I'm I'm just saying that just in case. Like, I'm trying to cover our butts, Adam. You know. There's these people, they're out in the world, there's like, you guys are kidding me? You want this guy? I'm not saying I don't want... If we were to have any Final Fantasy character ever to come into this series of, you know, Smash Bros., it, 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 uh... it would have to be Cloud, no matter what. But, no, I'd be Aura. I, I can't believe we have a video game where you can yep. play as Cloud, Duck Hunt Dog, Dr. Mario, Bowser Jr., like, and Ryu, the, the, the weirdest, like... Uh, a game where you can reuse Cloud and Mario in one. Where is a game. Cloud and Mega Man can finally have their fated yeah, duel. Mega Man, Sonic, like wh- <laughs> this is Smash this, Four. This is like this is like something you would tell to a kid in the '90s, and his mind would melt. And this is and this is not even the Smash Ballot stuff. That's next month. Yeah, yeah. no, that that's that's December. I'll oh, yeah, yeah, I'll myself, probably. Oh my god! Damn it. You know, we think all we need is Banjo and Kazooie, and then we have a. a, a all the comp- platforms, all the, the big companies have joined up in one game. This is literally <laughs> video games, the video game. If Banjo-Kazooie comes to Smash Brothers, I think it just the world will end. <laughs> like, yeah. like, oh my god. <laughs> Ragnarok um, will happen. Speaking, but, uh, of, speaking of unlikely JRPG things that were going to happen... Dragon Quest 7 and 8 are coming to North America. Yes! Praise the Lord! Literally the series that it's known for, like, never, ever coming to North America. And we're getting two of them. Not to mention Dragon Quest 7 hasn't even been released on, like, a modern console 
since like the PS1. Yeah. It hasn't been remade or anything. And so if we finally mm-hmm. get it, think and it's being remade. It's like yeah. a remake. So that's incredible. And Dragon Quest Eight had already had the remake this last year and it looks wonderful. I, I love I love the way he introduced it because he was like it was clearly like everyone was waiting for the Smash announcement and he's like, Oh, I think I'm forgetting something. Oh yeah, Dragon Quest is coming to North America and everyone's like <laughs> I'm excited, but who cares? Talk about Smash. Fun fact, that's exactly what happened at uh, at the Nintendo World Store. Tr- Trinitran's like, huh, am I forgetting something? And then it's like, Smash! And then there was like a free, like the, the stream had stuttered, and it was just like frozen on his face smiling for like two seconds, and then he said <laughs> Dragon Quest. It was the best payoff. <laughs> on, like honestly, half the people in that room were like, "Oh." So, all right, this actually now I think about it, Dragon Quest could easily make it into Smash Bros. Like a- any character. Yeah. Oh yeah. So like because you know Square Enix, you know freaking Nintendo. Oh my god. You uh, know what? You know what? Just just make it simple. Instead of putting Goku and Dragon Quest characters, just put Akira Toriyama himself into Smash Brothers as a I character. I agree. <laughs> I absolutely agree. Driving one of his weirdly designed cars. <laughs> Actually, um, the name of the king, or the character you play as in the in the very first, or he's the name of the king in the in the very first Dragon Quest game, which is using a reference to some of the Zelda games. I forgot his name. You could easily put him in Smash Brothers and then give him a Goku suit. I mean, like, I'm, give him a Goku colors. I'm pretty sure I would uh, mess players up as Blue Slime number nine thousand and three. But, but still, like honestly, like that that is such an oh, and that's not the only localization that we saw some of. Yeah, no, we're, we're we um we're getting the the two Fire Emblem games with mm. a with a three? third game, the third one, yeah, with a third one, and we're even getting a bundle of both games, which is something that they haven't even done with the Pokemon games. And the yet. bundle of all three of them, actually, <laughs> yeah. is that's like seventy nine dollars. So it's eighty dollars, or you can buy one game for forty and then get the other one digitally for twenty. So that's sixty dollars. Like you get, you choose. Yeah, it's fantastic. Honestly, um, this this is probably the greatest way that the Nintendo Direct could have came back so far. Yeah, no, they've they've announced a lot of really really cool stuff. That mm-hmm. uh, Star Fox looks great. All the oh, all it the, looks amazing. You know, all yeah. the new like all the news and updates for games that we already knew were coming look great. The Splatoon updates look great. The I can't Splatoon wait to play those update maps. is you know not to mention that this is pretty much like a statement on video games of them giving still giving free DLC. <laughs> Yeah, and the fact oh, that yeah. they the, the amount of times today. that they said free DLC, you could have taken shots every time they said DLC will be released free, and you would have been uh, suffering from alcohol poisoning by the end of that direct. <laughs> Not me, because yeah. I got a strong stomach. Ooh. Ooh, the actual uh, better way to do that would be to take a shot any other company charges for DLC, and you would be oh, yeah. so no, no, you you would, no, that would kill you. Well, yeah, it would kill you, but it would be totally worth it because it actually be making a statement against yeah. the DLC. Oops, sorry about that, Adam. <laughs> <laughs> we got we got a few Pokemon spinoffs that yeah we okay we got great we got and then we of... got the announcement of all three original Game Boy Pokemon games coming to the Virtual Console. Right, and if you're if you're smart, you're gonna get Pokemon Yellow and nothing else because as yeah. much as I, much you as, know, you, as, get Pokemon, as you get Pokemon, you get Pokemon. As much as I love Pokemon Blue and Pokemon Red. Pokemon Yellow is is a an update of those two games. What about the green? Where's, where's the J- Japanese exclusive Pokemon it, Green? It, that's Pokemon Blue with a different colored case. That's literally the only difference. Well, you Pokemon know, Pokemon Yellow Blue was... is actually better than Red just because Blue is more like uh, graphically advanced than Red, and then Yellow is better than both of them. Yeah, yeah, po- that's why you get Yellow because Yellow oh, actually and yeah, also but Yellow you're up... you're you're doing Ash's adventure or Red's adventure. You want to have your yeah. own adventure with one, not all the dang starters. But you know, you want to prove your worth. 
you finally got to play uh, as Ash with Pikachu. Like that was just my dream as a child, and we finally got to play it with uh, Pokemon Yellow. It was awesome. Like Pokemon Yellow was the one that I had as a kid. It also I have two copies of Pokemon Yellow. (laughs) I have a copy of Pokemon Yellow in my original Game Boy Pocket. Um, (laughs) like it's I've played it. I played it the other day. I I was there. (laughs) You were (laughs) looking over my shoulder. Uh, <laughs> you playing retro games, Adam? You playing no. the retro actually, games? Actually, the other day I was playing Tetris Attack on the way to one of my classes. Not a bad idea a, at all. Which is excellent a, game. It's a Game Boy, like a regular. Guys, game we're getting game. sidetracked, and we have so much to talk about. Hey, we do have listen, so much to talk I about. like Adam's <laughs> stories because you know what, Adam? He does so much hard work. We need a little bit of side story, Adam. Adam, go ahead with the side stories. <laughs> the story go ahead was with done. Go ahead with your side quest. Zelda Informer, we're not even talking about the fact that there's a female Link now. No, there yeah, is. Well, we we got to talk about all the Zelda news. First yeah, of all. you mean the Reverse? character that's named Linkle and is at no point referred to as a hero's reincarnation? Yes, female Link, the character that's called Link's sister, even in the original. Can we? Alright, let's backtrack a little bit. I think we're, we're getting too ahead of ourselves because there's another thing that, Adam, you think is a disappointment. I'm thinking of her as a female Link. She's not. She's Link's sister, and she's awesome and respect yes. her as such. I, I like her, her dual crossbows. Tomorrow. That was really cool. Yeah. Also, I love that the guy who did uh, that Clockwork uh, Zelda series like concept thing got really mad about it for some reason. Mm-hmm. I saw it on Twitter. The guy who wrote that uh, series where Zelda is the protagonist and Link is a prince, and he's like, man, why don't they ever like want to hire me to do their games? Like Their design is so bland. Mine is so much better. Just because it was so weirdly angry and bitter you in know, every yeah. possible way. That wouldn't be the first time something <laughs> like that's happened. Yeah. This it's made me laugh. The definition of internet right there, really. Like, just people get mad yeah. for no reason. It, it was, when you see the people that got mad at this one, this year's Direct, or this Direct, you, you'll know who is not a nice person. Uh, no, honestly, yeah, there's... This, like, this Direct, I think, was the... Telling. <laughs> the telling i mean it was pretty much the best way for them to make a comeback over all the, the you know the crap yeah. invented this last year i think what i liked about this direct was that it 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 really had a little bit of everything like mm-hmm. there there was no amiibo there was Nintendo smash there was there was, there was a funny little love, commercial for was... yokai with with the the reggies and with the bills and <laughs> yeah honestly the bill was, <laughs> it was the funniest thing um, one thing I liked, and only I liked, was the fact that Nintendo finally said the words, Devil's Third, in a Nintendo Direct. <laughs> that wasn't bad, that was fantastic. I never put, now, I It's know, not a bad thing, I I was the only one that liked it, though. They had a, they had, oh, did you guys see that indie game that's pretty much a ripoff of Limbo? What was it called, um, you, you know what I'm talking about, it was like the typo spell man? words correctly. What, what, yeah, Typo Man. Typo no, it's, man? it's it's not spell words correctly. It's use words to in- interact with the environment. It's not. Yeah, it's not. A, it, it's not a it, copy of Limbo at all. No, no, it's not. Probably the gameplay now, but the, the, the aesthetic almost looked like it was. was like, Black and white. Oh, yep, but like the way Limbo can have it. No, there's okay. more than just that genius. God, okay, <laughs> what, what more than that? I, I'm curious to know what else they did. Like the creepy looking, you know. Okay, like so themes. creepy looking in black and white. So, all right, Adam, go yeah. for yourself. Amnesia, a little bit. Colin, is there like a list of films you'd like to say that have both of those things in their aesthetic? That I yeah, guess? Yeah, we're, we're talking about indie video games <laughs> for. For the, the enjoyment of I'm just of young saying, people. it's it's not really a rip Speaking of indie games, how about Fast Racing Neo? That game looks actually uh, really good. 
titled it F Zero. No, no, no. no. That game actually looked really solid. No, it. it, I was, I was very excited because, like, I was watching uh, Redline again the other day, which is a fantastic anime about racing. It's a movie if you're interested in watching it. Um, and like that sense of speed that like you try to capture with with visual media, so fast. No, it felt like that. That game was actually doing that, where it felt (laughs) like I always hate racing games that. That make things move fast, but not feel fast. Yeah, so I just feels like, what? Sorry, I just want to mention that if you if if you have never heard about fast racing Neo, or you you've seen the gameplay and you're more interested, please watch the uh, interview with the developer uh, during the Nintendo Treehouse stream in during E3, because that interview is one of the funniest things you'll ever watch, and you will have so much faith for this, uh, faith for this game. <laughs> Honestly, like I, they could have like easily thrown in some F Zero DLC on top of that, and it no, they can't. Well, that's the point. The dude was like, "I like F Zero. I'm mad they're not making F Zero for the Wii U, so I decided to make my own." Dude, do you want to throw I... that link down below? Yeah, I will. Okay, and then, see that. <laughs> and the best part is, then he's like, "Yeah, not only that, I I was thinking about making it a full release, but then I realized all the games on the eShop are crap, so I decided to make an eShop game." <laughs> like he has such a great personality and i just uh it was it's one of the best videos to come out of e3 fair enough wonderful sounds solid wonderful. yeah sounds uh fast. Real fast there was a lot of indie games released like there were a lot of indie games announced talked about terraria shown was coming off. out yeah. Ter- that was a weird one for me you know what's even weirder what? um this is not nintendo direct related but everyone thought it was going to be announced uh, Minecraft has actually been rated for the Wii U. Really, oh, really, and actually has a European release date uh, through the like through the European ratings board. I so, I thought they were going to announce Minecraft right after they announced Terraria, and I thought that would have been the craziest thing to watch. No, instead they announced Papercraft Mario and Super Mario Paper Jam. Jesus, did you guys? Did anyone? They see showed that? that off during E3, so I wasn't. I wasn't surprised by it. I, I, I guess I must have forgotten. I must have missed it. Whatever. I, 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 I love Mario Luigi craft. and I, I love like, Paper Ugh. Mario, so I'm, I'm okay with that game. That game is on my, that game is on my watch list. I can't wait. You know, what games on my watch list. Uh, Xenoblade X, which looks fantastic, by the way. Uh, it's yep. not, but it, I agree with you. It does look fantastic. I was like, wow, what game is this? this is like a almost like an anime fan fiction coming to like the console. It's um, Xenoblade. That's exactly it, what. Exactly. Um, um, and, but the game I was looking at that I know I'm gonna get a lot of hate for by one person, maybe by a few, but by one person was um the uh the Twilight Princess uh, HD. Yeah, let's talk about that. Yes, let's do that. Uh, I I don't think I've mentioned honestly. This the... I you know let me just say this. Thanks, Chris. No, I'm sorry. I just want to you know because I heard Adam hissing. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I just like wanted to mention. I don't I think do. I've ever, I don't think I've ever said this on the podcast, but Twilight Princess might be one of my favorite Zelda games. So it was, I'm, I'm personally excited for this, but I also feel like it's, it, I feel like it's a little weird to do HD because you can actually play Twilight Princess on the Wii U. Yeah, you can. Yeah. So why they went ahead and did a full HD release aside from obvious money cash grab reasons and not just do a virtual console release is a I little mean, beyond me. My most exciting thing about this is I don't need to play with the nunchuck in the in the Wiimote. Well you oh, could yeah. play, uh, you could do that on the GameCube. Yeah if you got Yeah the but GameCube I didn't version. have the GameCube. 
I didn't Game do that. are cheap. I, get one now. I can give you. I already eight. got one now. I told you. I said this well, months ago. Well, then you ago. have. You can do it. Go get no, up. Uh, go get it. The no, game. Well, it's twenty bucks. No. Be quiet. No, be quiet. No, be quiet. Adam. Adam. Twilight Princess on the GameCube is like three times the cost of an actual GameCube. Really? Yeah. Twilight yeah, Princess it is. on the GameCube is like one hundred and twenty Australian right now. Yeah. Like, no. It's it's like expensive. fifty sixty dollars. So get. I'm. I, Luke, everything just... in Australia is insanely expensive. You got a bottle of water in Australia that costs a thousand dollars and your firstborn child. Well, not true. Right. Like a bottle of law, uh, a <laughs> not true. It's your second-born child, and only if they're missing a limb. Costs um, like eighty cents. <laughs> Luke, for all we know, you could just be a giant spider, considering you're from Australia. So, this like... is also true. So, shut up, Luke. You giant spider. <laughs> what if he's a kangaroo? Man? God damn anyway, it. back to Chris. Uh, yeah, I just. Want to I say like, like to imagine a giant spider banging at a table, <laughs> just as Luke says, "God damn it!" <laughs> no, there was oh. there was a spider on the desk as you were talking about a spider. So I'm just like, <laughs> at it right now. I'm just like, it's about to absorb. It's like him. a Mexican standoff. I'm just like, a Mexican. Uh, what do you know about Mexican standoffs? You're from Australia. Um, you guys don't even have a Mexico. We have we have um, you have, have Queensland. You have we Queensland. Have, we have one Mexican restaurant. I mean, one Mexican restaurant. How many? <laughs> Do like... you really have a Mexican restaurant? <laughs> La <Yeah>. Albaca. <laughs> La Albaca. That's what they call it. La Albaca. Anyway, back to <laughs> okay. back to Twilight right. Princess. So, as much as I don't like the gamepad controller, I'm super excited to be playing this game with the gamepad controller. Um, just for the fact that I don't have to swing my arms left and right, back and forth to play this damn game. I mean, you'll, game. you could probably use the, uh, the pro controller. Uh, well, I don't own one of those because I'm an idiot. Get um, one. They're, they're on, like, clearance all the time. You're on clearance. Okay. Um, but, you know, but, uh, blah, regardless. Blah. I'm blah. super ex- I'm excited for this. And I saw, when I took a look at the Amiibo, I'm like, this Amiibo looks a little too good to be true. And it probably will be. But that's okay, because I'm going to get the, the whole package bundle deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, are, what about you? I, I actually, right before the podcast, I pre-ordered it because I am scum. Sweet. Oh, uh, actually, so. speaking of pre-order dates and releases, uh, when is Cloud Strife being released to us? They haven't said yet. Yeah. Those Neither that mother stage. Marioers. Those <laughs> mother Bowsers. It's very interesting. That was one thing that kind of weirded me out is that they didn't have a release date of any kind announced. They didn't say coming in the spring, after the direct, well, nothing. And well, you know, they announced the December thing for the Smash Brothers is when we're going to get our our full Smash Brothers fixing. You you know, right? But, but that's not for. I cloud. feel like the majority of that's going to be costumes and right. stages, um, and like maybe like a, a, a tournaments announced possibly because it it seems to be it looks like it's going to be a little more than just a regular Smash Direct. Uh, but I actually rolled my eyes at the Twilight Princess HD announcement because yeah. I was just like, they're just like. We're not going to just make this game and I'll only give it a fresh coat of paint. We're also, and I'm like, yeah, you're actually going to ask. And they're like, nope, we're going to put it in an amiibo. Da-da. Like, that's, that's, okay. that's like, okay, so you wanted to release an amiibo, so you just re-polished the game and threw it on the Wii U. And your that's, point, what's the problem? They should have just talked about the amiibo and then kind of made the, the HD remake thing kind of a side thing. Your side thing? No, I think the amiibo is more like, of a side thing than the game. The thing is, the, the like, game doesn't look like much of an update at all. It looks no, like the it, same it, thing, but not even like all it does is look like a clearer version of the game that I owned as a kid. So now yeah, I can see how bad. Yeah, but the amiibo doesn't bad... doesn't do shit yeah. either. Well, to, to our knowledge, the textures aren't even that great in yeah. the HD. Well, that's what I mean. Is that we know no- so far. So far, they're just like you will be able to use it in Twilight Princess HD. Also, you'll be able to move things over to Zelda Wii U with it. Mm-hmm. I have no idea what that means. 
Yeah, did they didn't like, say that, anything, that so small, no one knows. Five, that small five seconds of Zelda Wii U. And it just says 2016, and it's like, we knew that. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> you didn't delay it more. Good job. You know, Nintendo... I was actually really expecting a Zelda U announcement after that. I was like, okay, so we're going to get an announcement now or something? I would, no, uh, yeah, I was genuinely expecting them to be like... All right, uh, let's talk about Zelda U. This, 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 this time, like, it's not going to be on NX. Like, everyone was wrong. Well, I think they still said it's coming to. They said it was coming to Wii U specifically several times. Yeah. To make sure that people understand it's not going to the NX. It's staying on the Wii U. Maybe when they announce the NX, they're gonna be like, "Okay, it's gonna come out in 2018." Like <laughs> that NX? wouldn't be. Yeah, that wouldn't be so bad. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be. I mean, the last time Nintendo announced a console, it was like the when they announced the Wii U it was 2011. It didn't get a release until like a full year later. So yeah. Yeah. I mean, still, that's only one year. I think we need two years because I, I yeah, want my I Wii U to my Wii U needs to live a little longer. I just got it last year, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but honestly, uh, I think I was it's not that I wasn't. I'm excited for with Twilight Princess HD because it's one of the Zelda games. You know, I'd like it's uh, maybe top five, six. It's the sixth favorite Zelda game of mine just because I I finished it and I thought it was good. Um, but I'm more excited to get Hyrule Warriors Legends than like anything. Our like Warriors Legends looks really good. You can yeah. turn to a I'm boat. jealous. The uh, there's a special edition um, in Europe that actually comes with the uh, compass stopwatch yeah, thing. Oh, that those Linkle. By the way, you're a man. You're a boat. Should be like the adult version of you're a kid. You're a squid. You're a man. You're a boat. I'm. Excuse yeah. me. Because the king in uh, in Our Warriors Legends, he can turn from his boat form into his human form and back and ah. forth to do attacks. So, you're a man, you're a boat. You're a man, you're a boat. You're a man now, you're a boat now. You're a man, you're a boat. You're a... That does, just doesn't roll off the tongue as well. Uh, um. I mean, I can't wait because I love hack and slashes on the go. And I mm. like good ones on the go so much. Wh- I mean, that's okay with me. Then what was it? That game actually has pretty much every character that people wanted now. They have, yeah, no, it has. I mean, it has Skull everything Kid. and then some. Yeah, Tetra, <laughs> Skull get, Kid, Skull Kid, get Toon Link, you get Linkle, you get. <laughs> yeah, no, Linkle was They're actually now just one of the, no, up the characters. No, Linkle was one it. of the ones that we wanted because when we saw the concept art, she was one of the ones that was uh, conceptualized. Link's sister. I don't and know. Now her, Link's sister is real, which is cool. I don't cool. know. Her her gameplay looked pretty badass with the uh, the dual crossbows. So. It looked interesting, which is good. That's what I wanted. Another interesting character for this yeah. game. I'm not a massive fan of the actual name, though. I feel like... It's um, cute. That's too Uh, close to Link, though. If that's his sister, why would it... That's like... I have a friend who... And him and his brother... This is different from you, Adam. But, like, I have a friend... And him and his brother, they're both named Adam. But one's with an A-D-A-M, one's A-D-E-M. Well, my name is Adam. My brother's name is Alan, so it's that's no, close y- enough that's too. That's Alan. They're, they don't share the same pronunciation. They, they, of the they name have though. half the same letters. Yeah, um, but my friends share the exact same name with this just different spelling, just same pronunciation. Well, Linkle is not the same as Link because there's extra letters on it, so I don't understand your argument. Uh, my argument is I just feel like it's too close. Well, it's not um, like her name is Lunk. Why couldn't they name her like uh, Sasha or like uh, Ashley? She's not Russian. Is Ashley a Russian name? Well, was, Sasha um, is. I was talking to Julia, a good friend of mine uh, from Zelda Informer, um, and uh, she suggested uh, Link E double L E, so Linkle kind of still, but uh, it just feels much more of a feminine name. It's not like Tinkle, but with an L. 
Tinkle. That's funny. We should just call her Tinkle. She should be <laughs> Tinkle, Tingle's little sister. Tinkle. Yeah. That is how, how it's spelled. Like Tinkle. Uh, like Tingle with a, a K and an L. And yeah. not a G. Like, um, Link L. Linkle. Uh, however she uh, wanted to pronounce it. It just Linkle. sounded so much better than um, Linkle. Um, just because it's got that extra, like, more feminine thing to it. Yeah. Maybe it just wants to be pronounced Linkel. Linkel. That sounds like some sort of French thing. It's just like, ooh, Linkel. Her ID says Linkel, but her name is Dennis. (laughs) I'm not sure if Dennis is is the the right name for the the woman character. I'm just saying. Or what if it's pronounced Denise? I I like Linkel. I like the name. I like the character. I like that she's Link's sister. I like her moves. She's great. Shut up, Chris. Oh, yeah, you like her moves, Adam? Let's move on. Her her moves, yeah. Her up Bs and her side Bs. Let's talk anyway, about Pokemon tournament. Um. Oh yeah, Pokemon tournament. That's, yeah, is it Pokemon tournament or Pokemon tournament? Like Pocket monsters instead of Pokemon monsters. <laughs> Pokemon. <laughs> well, yeah, let's all right. Let's go. Uh, it looked better than what I what I've seen in the past because up until like... now the demo and everything looked boring as heck. I think this just and like the the it, trailer and the what I've seen the new stuff for the gameplay and new characters and stuff. I'm excited. I'm actually excited for this. Honestly, like, I think this game along with Dragon Quest is just like a statement now on localization. How like how much power the not power. I, yeah, how much influence like the fan base has because we've been trying to get Pokken Tournament, Dragon Quest Seven and Eight like localized for about like maybe a year and a half so now. Well, Pokken you know? Tournament was in arcades until now. It yeah, wasn't yeah, but like in console form, it even was, in no, Japan. But we wanted it. Is it what I'm trying to say? Right. No, but they wanted it in Japan too. Pretty much everyone wanted this game, and they were going to. They were just testing it in arcades first before they made a home console version. What if they did like a Pokemon Stadium type thing where you could link like the Pokemon you have in your games? That would be way too many characters to program. That would be literally seven hundred fighting characters. No, I mean no. Like they would come kind of program from the game, like their stats. From like your game, and they would just program them in there. And they would be like very that. bland. No, not for the people who EV train their Pokemon now, which is like everyone now. So I don't the know. Matches would about. be very bland. What do you mean they'd be bland? It'd be like amiibo, but with Pokemon. No, but you fight them. Not have you like... ever seen? Have you ever seen amiibo cockfighting? Yeah, but that's just amiibos fighting each other without anyone holding a controller. I'm talking. Have about you, you ever import your a... Pokemon and then you control your Pokemon? Not not yeah. just like have them just fight each other. Eh. I don't so know. Like, it sounds it sounds like a neat idea, but from a programming perspective, it sounds insanely complicated for what you're asking. Well, you're saying know. that, but um, Fallout Four made it so that like if you put an input, in, like input your name, uh, there's like a very high chance that they're going to say it in the game. Like, yeah, I think they use a cup like the the two hundred or so highest, most common names for boys and girls. Yeah. Um, so like, that's that's not hard to program. There's a, a bunch of people with the name Adam, Chris. There's uh, a bunch Jake, of people with Geodudes and and Gyaradoses. Well, it worked and... with my name, and my name's not even on the two hundred like top two hundred list. Like your name's Luke. That's that's common. It's common, I, but it's not on the top my name. List, my name like... and follow is the Destroyer, and I saw Codsworth. He's like, "Hello, Mister the Destroyer." Really. Uh, well, he just said, hello, Mr. Destroyer, and I thought it was really funny. Like, I'm just saying, like... That's that a common a word, though. They they have that word probably stored up. Anyway, so... 
It was yeah. it was great. But our uh, Pokemon tournament uh, looks great. Uh, Western localization, uh, big fan of. Really, yeah. uh, really glad it's coming. Um, what what do you guys think about like the uh, the well, this is our first Nintendo Direct without Iwata. Mm-hmm. How do you think the guys did? I think they did fine. I think yeah. Origin Bill did. I think it, you know, it was the same it, thing. It felt like I mean the they same were thing. pretty much the ones to start it. So. You know, the early yeah. Nintendo Directs from years ago had just Reggie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like, I think they're, they're honestly, they're carrying on the legacy, like, really well. Like, yeah. I said this before. Nintendo like seems fine. Ago. Honestly, I, this, yeah, I would go and check Nintendo stocks right now and see, like, what what's going on. Because usually after moments like these, that's when they have, like, pivotal changes. I'm like, assuming stocks went up. Yeah, honestly, the, overall, I think this. This direct gets like a nine out of ten in my book. The top trending things on Twitter were all direct related. Yeah, like just the word "cloud" was enough to be the hashtag. <laughs> I love. I saw a photo on on Twitter today. It's just like, dude, Cloud Stripe was a or Cloud was a. Uh, uh, what's that leaked? Not leaked. What's that when people like making conspiracy theories in games? Cloud was uh, hinted at in an earlier game in Brawl, and there was like. Four characters in a battlefield, and then there was a circle around the clouds in the sky. I'm like, ah, you fuckers. Yeah. That's, that's, see your funny little jokes there. And, uh, yeah, I thought that was funny. But that was entertaining out of all the Twitter things I saw. Just yeah. like but insane all- conspiracy theory rambling. Yeah. Uh, it was, yeah, funny. exactly. But it was, oh my God. Uh, I read another tweet today, uh, from Mr. One, Mr. ONG, uh, saying, like, oh my God, imagine Kirby with Cloud Strife's hair. That's going to be fun. <laughs> That is going to be pretty great. <laughs> yeah, um, they they included his uh, Advent Children's outfit in there, so that's, yeah, I liked it. Cool. I liked that they actually put a lot in there. It seemed like so we're um, going to get four of his regular and then four of that so one. So we were talking about this earlier um, before on the call, but um, I actually really like the uh, tagline that they've given Cloud. Um, it's something along the lines of uh, "Cloud storms into battle," and I thought that was just absolutely fitting for the character. Why? Because he has like a bunch of clouds and thunder and lightning coming around him, you know. Ah, oh, cloud storms. Uh, yeah, battle. it was just like a really awesome pun. I was just like, holy Jesus, that's can, cool. Can I just say, Shinra as a map looks awesome. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. the background, I was like, oh, wow, they, they pretty much got that stuff. Like, they just took it straight out of the other game, and they just put it right in here. Honestly, <laughs> yeah. like, I'm, I'm really looking forward to that. I, you know, I said earlier thing about like the whole, another sword fighter. Mm-hmm. That's I'm gonna use him regardless. I'm gonna get him regardless because you know. Smart, I'm, I, I, I'm like I shamefully admit that I'm like gonna try to see if I can play as him well. Honestly, like I I'm I even I played try to play as Ryu well. Like I'm not gonna not let these new characters go to waste. You know, Smash Brothers. Ryu is nice. I'm just not crazy about him personally. Yeah. I or, no I'm, honestly, I'm really Smash Brothers is a game. I feel like you need all the characters to really experience the the whole game. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. I'm I'm happy with the characters that I chose though. So if if I don't end up liking Cloud and I can still fight against him, that'll be fun. Um, I'm still gonna be happy with just Little Mac and, and Kirby. Did you, did you get you saw like all the little um the chocobo things that they put in? So yeah, they're gonna put, so they're gonna put like, a, like outfits and like what are they doing? You know, a lot trophy of people, or no? Uh, I'm not sure. I just I think it was interesting that like because of how many people were speculating that. The Inklings were going to be the one announced, or Shovel Knight. Those are the two big ones. Oh my god, I was like, it's going to be Shovel Knight, it's going to be Shovel Knight, and then they surprised me. I was surprised that it wasn't Shovel Knight, but I was really surprised that Inklings didn't make any sort of appearance. 
maybe well i mean it, it wasn't even a nintendo thing that they chose so maybe they're saving all like the, the announcements for the characters in the december is what i'm thinking maybe I just, maybe they're oh. gonna maybe they're gonna do one of those things where it's like December just seems so far from right now. It makes me very I, sad. I would love this is a weird sort of like hope, but I I would love it if that uh that direct or whatever it's gonna be called. I think it's a direct, but uh they announce a bunch of things and they say, by the way, all these characters are available now after this direct, and it's oh like Shovel Knight and Inklings and like one other one from this the uh, Smash. You route. think they're gonna they're probably gonna do more than one? You think? I think it's gonna be at least two. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go as far as saying four characters. Damn, um, is that me? Is that me being ballsy? That's a little ballsy. Maybe three. Maybe three. Well, I mean, they did three with Roy, Ryu, and not Ryu. You know, Roy, Ryu, and Lucas. They all came on the same day. Yeah, but that was that was a three. Yeah, that so I'm like, what if they're gonna top the game and do four, and it's gonna be Cloud? It's gonna be. A oh, then that wouldn't Smash be revealing four. That would be that would be releasing four. I thought we were saying revealing and releasing. Oh, four. I mean, so revealing just, three and releasing four is what you're. They're not going to talk about the characters till the very end. I feel like they're going to start with costumes and then right, go on course, stages. Maybe a new stuff. game mode if they are feeling the, uh, extra. The the myth is it called the Mithra stage or is it called the Shinra stage? I mean, Shinra is the is like I I is the. I'm place. not sure what I mean, it's called in the actual game though. I'm not mm-hmm. sure what the Smash Bros. is referring to as, but the Final Fantasy VII stage looks very similar to Battlefield. Uh, uh, with oh, a smaller I mean, bottom. Uh, I'm not opposed to it, honestly. No, no, no. It's, just, it's interesting. It's very similar to ones that we already know, and it's 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 nice to see one that isn't trying to be so different. Like um, it's 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 just a good, different variation of a good stage. I like the different maps, you know, to mess around on. But honestly, like when it comes down to it, you gotta you have to choose an Omega map to really have a fight. No, that's bad though. Because honestly, if you ask anyone in the to have a fair scene, fight, if you ask anyone in the competitive scene, a just a plain stage in Smash Smash Brothers is not always going to be fair. It's always going to cater to certain types of characters because some characters are designed specifically to work with platforms or multiple levels. Little Mac does phenomenally well in Omega form stages but he doesn't do as well on uh stages with platforms because he's not built to deal with those kind of stages he's not designed with those stages in mind and some characters are some characters really do better with the added platforms with the added places to leave traps or uh set up distance between you and your opponent or attack them in different ways i mean i could see you but I don't even think that they use those types of things in like you know actual tournaments though. Aren't for, those like well, tournament no. rules for just exa- like regular? For example, Omega in Project M, uh, Ganondorf is terrible on Final Destination, absolutely dreadful. But he does phenomenally on WarioWare because WarioWare is very comfortably suited to his style of play. Uh, Yoshi's Island is another one. Our Yoshi story is another one that's very suited to Ganondorf. Uh, Battlefield is also very well suited to Ganondorf. Even so Smashville guess- is. It's you have these stages that they don't have a lot going on in them, but just the fact that there is platforms or a slight stage variation other than just a flat stage can make the stage so much better for some characters because Smashville and Final Destination are two very different levels of comfort for Ganondorf. What about in comparison to like Battlefield, the regular Battlefield and then Final Destination? I feel like Battlefield is the only other alternative that has like other platforms that it's like it isn't right. as crazy than any like than anything. Battlefield I think is a better stage in terms of like 
neutral stage, I think Battlefield's probably the strongest, but mm-hmm. uh, it, it really depends on the character. Um, but that's right. that's just me. You, you've you've convinced me, Adam. I'll I'll, <laughs> I'll right. give you that. You've uh you get a little golden yeah. star tonight. Which is why I was like kind of annoyed back when Smash Bros. announced the Omega form being such a big deal, and most of the stages that weren't in Omega form having huge stage hazards that make them basically unplayable to anyone that wants to. I think it's because of the fact that everyone got tired of having to do a Final Destination all the time instead of right, like right. They have and to a... experience one background, one thing all the time. Now, but even even just. Stuff. Even if you change the skin, it's still the same back. It's still the same stage. You know, it yeah, still like, feels the still... same. The match is still the same thing. Phys- physically, it is, but aesthetically, it's different. Right, but that doesn't make it better or different. No, it, 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 it I mean, makes mentally, it... mentally, people will be like, "Oh, okay, it's fresh. It's you know, it's not for the, the same first old music, for the it's... first time or two. Yeah, it'll feel fresh, but after that, it it wears thin. Um, but anyway, I wanted to get on uh, a different thing. Uh, a different subject that kind of actually that that kind of reminded me of something because I saw someone complaining a while ago. Colin will remember this. I saw someone complaining a while ago about uh, Super Mario Ultra or Mario the, the tennis one. Yeah, the Mario Ultra Smash, Mario you mean, Tennis. Ultra one of the Smash. best party games ever. Um, people well, I mean, are complaining about how was... the uh, the stages are all the same except for skins being swapped, but it's that's just tennis. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I was really happy with this direct because what they did, they actually went into more what's going to be going into Mario Tennis and why it's actually a really good sequel to the franchise. I'm not big on Mario Tennis, but I think that this game actually looks really cool. I think the character selection is wonderful. I think the integration of Mevo is great. You oh can my turn god, it, it looks you turn fantastic! It into, you turn it into your own partner that you can like level up and customize and stuff like you can actually make him work with your style that's perfect that's what you want in a in an amiibo that's what you want in a customizable co-op partner especially all they, the do, all they need to do is like make extra like amiibo slots so you can use one amiibo for multiple games so i don't have to go buy two mario amiibos <laughs> yeah that's yeah, like that's that. the only thing that bothers me is but i mean honestly i don't uh, it, it gives me more replayability with my amiibos in different games i guess i really want um luigi uh to not have to be bullied in this game if you win a tournament because in uh the original Mario Tennis on the Wii I believe it was um if you won as uh, Luigi um then Mario would like walk up to you and rub his foot into Luigi's foot and it was just like this massively jerkish move I'm just like come on guys Luigi's an awesome character don't be like that like (laughs) I get you Honestly, like I enjoyed playing, you know, Mario Tennis went back on the sixty four, like you know, when I was a lot younger, and the fact I, they did make one for the Wii, didn't they? Yeah, I, I guess yeah. I just skipped it. That's, like, that's the one I was this, talking about. I wasn't. This one about looks like straight one. nostalgia, like and exciting because they added all the new stuff. Like I'm, I honestly think this is the way that they they separated, like they spaced out like these party games. Almost is it's almost like way better than how they're doing like Mario. It's almost party. like they planned it or something. I mean, they planned it, but, like, honestly, like... It's almost way... like they know what they're doing. It, no, but uh, <laughs> what I'm saying is, like, the way that they're doing this, rather than the way they do, like, Mario Party, is, like, way more preferred for me. Like, for okay. someone like me, yeah, who, like, looks back on, like, you know, there's tons of Mario Party titles. Like, well, not just... I, and I mean Mario Party titles, like, party games that you play with, like, your, a bunch of your friends and stuff like that, you know? Yeah. Um... Like, I I know they come out with Mario Kart sort of, like, whenever there's a new platform to put them out on. But, like, it's not like they're doing a Mario... They're not doing two Mario Karts per Wii U, 3DS, blah, 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 you know? It's yeah. like every new system will have one. 
It's almost like um, Smash Bros. Away. Right. Like, honestly, this this space allows us like to breathe and like you know welcome in the new things. And anyone who doesn't like that, I honestly think like they're just kind of. I just feel like they're self entitled in a way. Let's. Do you want to talk about things that are new that I hate though? Uh, how you don't have Fallout Four? <laughs> uh, well, that. <laughs> Uh, but I was thinking about something that has to do uh, more with uh, conventions. But uh, oh, I don't okay. know if uh, Colin wants to take the lead in this one. Oh well. Do you, would you like to do the honors? I what's going I, on with I your would because I, I if you've noticed I've been quiet for the last uh, five or so minutes, and that's because I am actually currently being um, messaged by the person of the convention I've been criticizing all day. And that is, today they announced that SGC will be a part of RTX. Oh, no. Yeah, and I just, it's not a good announcement because it's a, it's exactly as it sounds like. It's, it's exactly how it is. The way it's going to work is that SGC is no longer its own convention. If you want to go to SGC, you have to uh, buy a pass to RTX. And then you go down six blocks in Austin, Texas, and you go to a hotel, and that's where SGC is. And it's not even as big. Wait, it's not. It's not going to be as big as it used to be. It might be, but uh, considering they're still going to have it in like a full hotel, but in terms of what they have, they're not going to have a lot. They're all the vendors, and I imagine all the big guests, because who's going to want to go to the tiny convention while the big convention's happening down the street? So wait, they're going to make them happen at the same time? They're happening at the same time, and they said that is only going to focus on the arcade room, the game room, and uh, a quote-unquote original programming, which means probably just screw attack panels. Oh my god, that's and so it, it just, it just It just feels like a, a total reversal of of everything. Like what they stood for, in a way. Yeah. You know, that, I, I, I love Rooster Teeth, I'm not gonna lie, you know, I've been watching their stuff for years, but, and I understand, I feel like this isn't necessarily Rooster Teeth's fault, I feel like this is more full screen's fault. No, it is definitely full screen, this is 100% full screen. Uh, I, 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 I would be, I would bet... The soul of of Colin. Hold right, I just want to make a, a disclaimer. Screen. I just want to make a disclaimer. Uh, full screen is a company. They partner YouTube people and like other networks and stuff like that. They own both Rooster Teeth and Screw Attack. Right. So if, in case so, people doesn't don't know, so they played house and made mommy and daddy kiss. What you what they what they've done and they don't. I don't think they realize it. It's which is strange is they've made a better convention to be invited to and a lesser convention to be invited to. Yeah. So. If you're one of the kids that, you know, has a YouTube channel and stuff and you got invited to be at RTX, suddenly now you're cooler than the guy who's been invited to a panel at SGC. But you you were both invited by our RTX, but your panels are held in the two different buildings, the better one and the lesser one. You know, so, they totally missed out on an opportunity. I feel like they would have made more. If Fullscreen was a smart company, they would have separated the two events so they can make double the amount if, of money. If, yeah. If, well, I'm I'm actually surprised that they don't charge for two different tickets. But um, if, <laughs> but if, consider, yeah. I mean, if considering RTX was, tickets themselves are already for the weekend past, it's ninety dollars. I mean, right. if it, that's it, jacked, they're pretty much just charging for two events anyway. Right. Um. Yeah, actually, I'm but pretty if, sure if tickets full used to be screen is a little bit more honest, they would just say that SGC is dissolving into Rooster Teeth and no longer exists and will now just be part of RTX. Mm. If they, oh, if they were, sad. if they were, if that would be, I've, uh, Colin agrees with me on this that it would be a easier pill to swallow. 
Honestly, if I, they just I, said that SGC is dead uh, instead of I trying could, to do this weird transition period thing. Honestly, where next I don't year they're to... just going to say that our, it's just RTX and they're not even going to mention SGC anymore. Do you guys remember when SGC started as a Kickstarter? No, it didn't start as a Kickstarter. It started as two conventions and then it came back as a Kickstarter. Yeah. Oh, even because, better. Because screw attacks, like, kind of. There was a time after, during 2010 when screw attack was really bad at spending money. They bought a store. They bought a website, a, sextra, a second website. They were trying to get so many, uh, so much new content on the site, and it all just kind of ended up blowing up in their face. Honestly, though, like, it kind of sucks to see something like that kind of die. I remember, I, you guys, um, I remember Caleb, you know, formerly of the podcast, yeah. he went to SGC for, the, like, the first time this last year, and he said it was a wonderful convention. Yeah, no, SGC this year was great. Like, if... They keep saying, like, oh, no, it's just, you know, it's only Rooster Teeth, like, doing the planning. But it's it's not. If it was just Rooster Teeth doing the planning, they wouldn't have it during RTX. They'd have it during its own separate time and back at the hotel in Frisco. Right. They wouldn't, be, they wouldn't be making people go between two buildings that were six blocks away from each other. Yeah, exactly. They wouldn't be... none of them want to do that. They're not going to make other people do that. They know that, but, like, that would suck. Maybe we're just old-fashioned guys. I don't know. Maybe How are we old-fashioned? Old. No, I'm just, you know, I'm just saying, like, or maybe we're just... Get off my lawn, Chris! Yeah, Meanwhile, our convention me. is like, how to survive this year. Honestly, you guys have... No, you guys even have Austin... Not Austin, uh, Australia yep. RTX and yeah. stuff like that. Well, you say that, but they're all in Melbourne, and that's, like, annoyingly far away from here. How many spiders <laughs> do you have to cross to get to Melbourne? Um, How many kangaroo pouches do you have? The, to the correct to? answer, as always in Australia, is too many. Yes, exactly. <laughs> well, what state in uh, Australia? Speaking of horrid wastelands, I want to talk. Oh my god, never mind. We're going to talk about Fallout Four. Speaking about horrid wastelands, uh, I wanted to ask you guys what you thought about <laughs> Fallout Four. Now it's been finally released. Woo! Okay, uh, okay. Can I just say something? Can I just say a few things? Sure. First of uh, all, Australia is a scary place. First of all, Australia is not even the scary place you got to think of. You got to think about the Commonwealth right now. I'm talking about so the my... Commonwealth of Massachusetts, my brother, my friend. Now, this will be a spoiler-free moment for those of you because the game hasn't been out for too long. I'm so not. I'm not. And yeah, Adam hasn't even yeah, played it, so yeah. I, you know, I can't even say anything. You know, misleading. I'm gonna stay away from um, spoilers as well. But oh bad. my god, is this? I think this game's fantastic. Oh yeah. To be honest, Every, no. And there's a lot of people say like it's not as good. As new, they're already saying it's not as good as New Vegas, it's not as good as Fallout 3, and you know what? Honestly, I think they can go, they can go get eaten by a feral ghoul, which is a monster in, uh, Fallout 4. A very terrifying, frightening one. They got me. I was down under in a parking garage, and there was a horde of them, something straight out of the movie I Am Legend, and I was like, oh my god, what do I do? And I shot a bullet, and then they all ignited on fire because there was gasoline all over the floor. And that was awesome. And then um, you were the also on fire because you were in the gasoline. Yeah. The crafting in this game, the gameplay, you know, the even the visuals. It might not be like as visual as a, a like a, a visual leap, like you know, it, it we might have seen. It, it it pretty much is though. People honestly, people I'm not going graphics over gameplay. I'm so sick of it. I'm so sick of people going uh, graphics over gameplay. Gameplay and story are what matters, and graphics come should come last out of everything. Oh like, my just god, look the at story Undertale. in this... The story in this game is pretty great. Like, just... Remind me of it, like... Like, freaking look at Undertale. Um, one of... The, arguably the best uh, indie games this year. Um, thanks, Adam, by the way. <laughs> um, You're welcome. Like... 
it's got one of the best stories, but like the graphics aren't anything outstanding. Like the graphics are beautiful. I don't know what you're talking about. They they use like RPG Maker or something to create them. Like to you create know, the I, game. Yeah. Um, the game is made in RPG Maker. Okay, let me just say, like, look at the assets of the game versus the assets of Battlefield, Adam. I'm just saying that for a, a Bethesda game, Fallout 4 is beautiful. Oh, yeah. It, for, I mean... Like, for a Bethesda game, it's it's a huge improvement. Over yeah, I never Skyrim. I never understood the, the, the complaining about uh, graphics in Fallout 4 because, A, the this, game looks fine. And this is from a studio that usually makes games that look like crap. Yeah, no. The like, games look horrible. The people I mean, look like mutants. Even, even from when it was released, Fallout 3 looks terrible. Yeah. Fallout 3 is a horrible looking game, for especially for something that came out in 2008. <laughs> right. I mean, the year before, 2007, gave us, like, you know, what? Mass uh, Effect and stuff? Halo and 3, Halo 3, Mass Effect. Yo, when I go back to play Halo 3, I Bioshock. Look at, I just can't believe there's not an HD version of this. Like... Holy God! Well, they did one and but, two, so I'd say they're going to do three eventually. But this is like a studio that had Skyrim as their last release, where the hair looked like straw. And you're not so... lying. You're not lying. But I mean, and I... now they have a game where characters actually have hair. It looks not like... to mention, we get cutscenes to see in-engine cutscenes. It's not like they take them at us out of the which immersion. is a huge improvement over yeah. every other Bethesda game. Yeah. yeah, characters are actually talking. They're interacting. It's. Actually... I will. I will say my two cents about it though. Like, a lot of people say the dialogue, like you know, the lip syncing stuff is a little off. The lip syncing isn't off. The dialogue looks a little choppy at points, but and some characters I, is very fluid. So I feel like this is something a patch is going to come through and fix for some people. I've right. I've experienced a little bit of this, but I mean, on some characters it looks spot on. I'm like, okay, this is an update that they're going to be working because it's not. I I just I don't know. It doesn't feel like something they would just like leave behind, you know. Right. The dialogue system is probably the worst thing about Fallout 4. Not that, even. That's, not even. That's that's just my two. My cents. charisma is at ten right now, so my dialogue options are fantastic. And for a game where no, anyone even, tried... even then, I think it's I I hate the fact that it's like it, you're only limited to four options, and it, the the dialogue choices they give you this this time are really strange. Yeah, um, like Super Bunny Hop did a higher. pretty damn good uh, review of Fallout Four that you all should check out. And one of his biggest complaints about the dialogue system was that uh, for whatever reason, most of the dialogue trees they give you don't include a no answer. There's just like three different versions of saying yes, and then some like what does that mean answer. And I mean, it's it's very strange. That is very Maybe you odd. just didn't have high enough charisma. No, it's just I'm I get a lot of awesome answers. That's not the point. It's not the the fact that the answers aren't are, are answered like that they're not awesome. It's that they're not giving us enough answers. Oh well, I mean, whatever you want to say. Honestly, I feel like the answers that they give you, they go with the way that they're trying to present the the cutscenes and everything in the game, like the story. Yeah, they want they want to seem very progressive. Instead of like, I mean, that kind of brings up a a very interesting question of like freedom versus uh storyline progression. Like, how much player, how much freedom should you give a player in a game that's supposed to have freedom? If you're trying to move the plot along, if you're trying to make them go through the the, the motions of the story, and not cater to those people that are just trying to mess around. I feel like it's not a. I don't feel like they're trying to oust the people trying to mess around, but you know. They want to, they're trying to input it 
a level of seriousness with this with this new story because um honestly right, i'm really immersed it. they're in trying it. to they're trying to make it a more wide uh, a more in-depth experience for those people that are going to be saying yes but i think colin has a an equally good point that we should have that freedom to say no even if we won't ever take it just because that's freedom of choice the freedom to say no to refuse a quest to move well, remember, on from the town Amer- american society has been decrippling de- for the, the last freedom you know, to, to <laughs> after the great war so i mean the freedom you of damn Americans much your freedom of choice hey well, we I mean, don't even know where you're at in, in the year the game <laughs> takes they're, place they're in. just dealing with spiders they don't even have to deal with freedom of anything just spiders i'm i'm just going to say cuz i've i've really even though the game's been out for a few days and i usually try to um really like blast through these games uh you know, in the first few days they come out, I've only really put in like, I, I don't know, like six or seven hours. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I, I will say like is 10. that so far, what I think of the game is that it's it's pretty much Fallout 3.5. It's it's the same feel, tone, and pretty much the gameplay of Fallout 3. And it's more of it uh, with with only a few things change, like the the skill and uh, the skill system now becoming the perk system uh the power armor uh now being its own like system uh the the home building which uh super bunny hop makes a great point about the uh the, do, oh, on. the building I, portion uh, let me just ask you do you yeah. feel that it is like you need to do it to could go on with the game or like i feel like it's i feel like it's exactly what i wanted it's it's more fallout i was not one of those pe- i mean i love fallout and i love new vegas and i love the old fallouts and it's it's definitely more of what I want of what I wanted, and it's not bad. It's just I a I don't feel like I really need it now. I at this point I'm thinking of just waiting a few months until you know some mods and some more uh, patches come out because the game is quite buggy. Mm-hmm. And B, I, I, I've noticed I had two significant bugs. I was and B, about. probably my most the most interesting thing I have to say about it is that I feel like I've been spoiled by other games so much that it's kind of it's it's weird to go back to a bethesda rpg like metal gear solid 5 is not much of an rpg but damn is that a sandbox game yeah the amount of things that you can do in metal gear solid 5 like there's a there's a ton and to just go back but my question is like you know, going through the same wasteland with the same guns and shooting the same raiders almost kind of feels like, you know, uh, a step back. But uh, but the question is, like, what about those times where we've done too much? For example, Grand Theft Auto V is an example of too much. It's excess. You get to the point where every th- you can do anything and everything, and it's all boring because you can, and they all matter just as much, but none of them matter enough to actually have an impact on you or your game. Wouldn't I you no, say I that like this this time it, you I, can, I have to ask this now because I feel like we've talked we talked about this before but I wanted to make sure that we have that actually for people that are wondering would you say that this is in any case a bad game or would you say no. that this is a disappointment no no not at all it, I feel like is... the people who are disappointed because of what other people are saying haven't even touched the game themselves because a lot of the things that other people are saying that are like totally bad mouthing the game it, is like it's not a game of the year but it's a good game. I, I'm not even going to say it's not a game of the year. I would put it in the the top contenders for game of the year. You would? Uh, Yeah, I I could just uh, give my opinion, if you guys don't mind. Um, Sure. So, one main thing about Fallout that I absolutely love is the music. Mm -hmm. 
and... Oh, my God. Oh, yeah, that's... um. I don't know. I love the like, ink spots, so I have to agree. The, the music first, is great, the first... but like half the music is recycled from Fallout oh, Three. God damn yeah. it, Colin! Was, no, no, they they added a bunch of new tracks too with you. They they just kind of yeah. They, they combined. That was the big point I wanted music. to make. Like a lot of the tracks that they um used in the game were just recycled from Fallout Three. And, and it's I, so disappointing. I don't want to. I don't want to dwell on that too much because it's not like Fallout has reused songs before. Because I mean, some of the songs that were in Fallout Three were in Fallout One and Two as well. Yeah, but. It's it's just so weird to turn on the radio and I'm see and and all I'm hearing is anything goes. I don't want to set the world on fire. Civilization. I'm hearing the same tracks I heard a million times in Fallout Three. I find it nostalgic, honestly. It's it's nostalgic, but I was you know New Vegas has a completely brand new set list. Like, yeah, all the songs were were not in previous Fallout and games. The radio and... host as well is just dry the oh, radio host this guy oh my okay, god i you guys have you guys watched rick and morty uh season no, one or two season one which episode of season one uh have you seen the one where it's interdimensional cable mm-hmm. oh where are they oh yeah, yeah doesn't yes, yes, yes. doesn't the radio announcer sound like uh like justin, justin rowland <laughs> when he does the improv in those like two brothers Fighting a Mexican space armada, and their two brothers, and their two brothers, grandmas show up. Yeah, no, it sounds exactly like that. It's uh, that's actually my favorite episode from season one. Yeah, me too. So like, also, I just kind of want to punch this guy, but I know he get. You'll probably uh, be able to. That's the good thing about Fallout. You can find the guys running the radio and probably punch him in the face. (laughs) A week from now, after this game, I need to talk to you guys about an instance of what happened to me two nights from playing this game. Something that came back to haunt me, at, rather. Um, radiation sickness? It... <laughs> no, not radiation sickness. Um, It's about... I encountered a character in the game. Uh, like, should we put yesterday. a spoiler warning on this? Or is it... No, no, I'm not, I'm not okay. going to talk about who and what. I'm just saying I encountered a character in the game um, from like my playthrough yesterday. And... uh. While I'm doing a completely different quest, different side quest, rather, um, I find this character again in, in the most random of spots. And this is a character you're not supposed to see for the rest of the game ever again. I know this for a fact. Um, and it, it was just weird. Honestly, like, they, the, there's no way in hell this person could have found me where I was. Let me, I just want to say that. Um, <laughs> they showed up in a I'll place and- they shouldn't have, essentially. What? Were you saying that they they shouldn't have shown up in that place, or they just there's like there's no chance in hell. Is it like a character they should have been where I was? Because I think I know who you're talking about. No, no, no. no. This this person when I last saw them, they were alive. Um, at least I think they were alive. Uh, actually, huh? I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure they were alive. Well, um, I actually had uh, quite a few entertaining glitches that I'd like to talk about. Um, one of which yeah, I was me too. in um, Sanctuary, um, which for those of you who don't know, it's like the hub town that you can um, like build up and defend and stuff like that and put people mm-hmm. into it. Um, and there's these things called uh, Brahim in the game, which are like these mutated cowls-esque things. Um, and there was a... Um, like traders use them to uh, carry their... To push um, their cars, yeah. Yeah, yeah, more or less. They've done that um, never again. So, I ran into one, uh, but it was in this very strange place. It was really quite hilarious. Um, so, there's, like, this one main house where you can uh, 
do your workshop and stuff like that. And the cow had somehow managed to actually get inside the house and was looking through the window, like, at me. So I was, like, um, (laughs) I was walking down the street and I just felt these eyes on me. I'm like, what the hell is that? Um, I looked around and there's this just cow staring at me. Um, I'll have to send a picture to Adam so you guys can actually see it. Um, like, oh, yeah, and I, if you can put it on the podcast, uh, I'd appreciate it. I'll put it, it down but... below if it's if you send it to me. Yeah, yeah um, it was really quite hilarious. Um, mm-hmm. And it was just one of those things where it's just like, how the hell did you get in there? And I actually spent like half an hour trying to look for holes in the house, trying to figure it out. But then found out that the cow was actually like transparent. Like I shot it like a million times and it was just going straight through it. <laughs> oh, so it, it may have had like poor hit detection going on or something. It was just like glitching out in that. Yeah. Um, and okay. then the other major glitch, which wasn't quite as uh, funny, was um, on the character uh, creation screen, which was absolutely awesome, by the way. Uh, the I saw creation. people making some insane things in the character creation yeah, screen. Yeah, they were making. People have made some. some um, pretty, someone like, made John crazy. Cena. <laughs> yeah, John Cena, Someone's Nigel like Thornberry. Vlad- Vladimir Putin. Yeah. Some guy and, did Beavis and, and Butthead, yeah. and yeah, it looks exactly like them. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's crazy. Um, and there was a point about 10 minutes into my character customization, and I go really in-depth with my character customization because it's a role-playing game. Like, of course I'm going to. Um, I couldn't actually uh, do anything to my character. Like, I'd try and change the hair color, and it just wouldn't do it. Like, it just glitched out, so I could not change my character at all which was very annoying so now i've just more or less got like this half finished character and it's so sad you didn't like just just restart the game or something um i was going to but it was like what three o'clock in the morning when i was playing it so i was just like ah so, so my glitches, they were more like, I showed up to an area, I, uh, which had, in this area, there's a room to the side, and doors are open, so I go around to see what's inside the room, and uh, the I guess the, the, the JPEGs that are the walls had been very zoomed in on one aspect, and I was like, what the hell am I looking at? Because I open up to a room, and I see a toolbox right in my face, I'm like, this is not, this is not okay, this is not right. So I close the door, and then open, and the room's fine, and the toolbox is all the way across the room, like, why... Why did it happen? What the heck is going on? <laughs> um, and it was a little immersion breaking, but it was kind of funny. I'm like, oh, Bethesda, you and your little game breaking bugs. Yeah. Uh, but, it, you know, it was, I fixed it while I was still playing. I didn't have to turn off my console or anything like that. And another thing was um, there was a super mutant coming at me at one point, And uh, I had I had to quickly defend myself. So I pull out my one of my handguns. And, oh, my God, my handgun was not in my hand. It was just I was just holding, like... My hand up as if I were holding it down. What's going on? <laughs> it's just like making bang bang sounds. Just like, like bang bang this bang. This is not bang, gonna help dead. put him up. It's just like maybe he'll believe it if I make it look like I'm holding a gun. <laughs> I I was so scared that there was nothing in my hand, but my hand was shooting something. I'm like, oh, that's just the gun's not even glitching. Then I switched weapon and I switched back and it was there. So I mean, it was just little things. They were very funny, both of them. Yeah, um, you know. But I mean, nothing entirely like, oh, this game sucks. No. Uh, they need to patch the whole thing. No, I I haven't I, had any major glitches like that either. The game, you know, the gameplay and the story of the game outweigh everything else to me. Honestly. Yeah, as I've said before, my the voice acting is pretty good, and the cutscenes are awesome. All right, let me. No, I would I would disagree with the voice acting being awesome. It's uh, it's, I think it's pretty good. Yeah, I mean, it may just be at the beginning of the game, but like I've had some characters being like, 
wow, you're from the vault? Oh my god, that is crazy. Huh, how'd you do that? Like, oh, I like they're met... almost saying everything is in one just flat sentence. Yeah. But what's there's really no character encounters is... like that, but there's... When you get to a certain point in the game, you meet other characters that are very animated. Yeah. I remember but hearing... As, as I said, as I was trying to say earlier, my, my final thoughts on Fallout 4 are, if you if you liked Fallout 3, if you liked New Vegas, it's it's more of that. Yeah. So... With, with only... Uh, a few changes, some for the better, some are okay, but for the most part, the gameplay is exactly what you want it. Sounds like my kind of game. Uh, yeah. I want to talk there about one more thing before we finish up for this week. Uh, by I the way, talk about the game that I played. Yeah, that, yeah. that's what we're gonna get to. Um, wait, oh, wait, okay. wait, wait a moment. Wait a moment. I so would like okay. to go over uh, that but... because I had a bad experience with that. A very bad experience. So okay, me just too. give me a second. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I want to. I want to just remind everyone that if you have any of your own fan topics, theme song, submission, cover art, or anything like that, or any contributions at all you'd like to make to the podcast in any capacity, or just talk to us and say hello, you can email us at zeldainformerpodcast at gmail.com. Once again, that's zeldainformerpodcast at gmail.com. You can also feel free to watch me do art streams where I'm going to be doing some more of the cover photos uh, for the next coming weeks at picardo.tv forward slash milkman art delivery. Those are both going to be written out down below. And you can follow us on Twitter if you want to see more information on the podcast, what's going on behind the scenes, and anything else like that. Uh, we have a People... few fan topics that we were going to get to this week, but the Nintendo Direct was so intense that we decided that we're just going to save it all to next week. So I'm sorry if Let, the topics, just... uh, they were all fantastic. Uh, but Cloud Strife was intense. Let's just yeah. calm down, um, Direct. But uh, I want to get yeah. into send, the send last your... topic from send... this week. Which is... Yeah, send in your fan topics. We love responding to them. Yeah. It's just that so much happened in the last week. Follow yeah, us on Twitter to... to get our live reactions. I from was the reading Direct. over. By the way, this like the past couple of emails I've gotten were very long and very interesting. I I love the long emails, but I'm just gonna make one suggestion. Please give me like a short thing that I can read on the podcast for people. <laughs> Too long. No, no, no. Don't I read. want just to read the longer thing sort of that you thing. have, but I would like something that I could say in a small question format for our viewers at home. So if you have a, something you want to just discuss with me, feel free. But if you have a question on the show, make a smaller sort of thing on the side just so that I know what to read out. Yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, Colin, you can take it away. All right. Ah. So before before Fallout 4 came out, I had four days. Um, the Friday before that, Call of Duty Black Ops 3 came out. Yep. And I had about four Whoa. days to kind of blow through the whole thing. And I did. Um, in fact, I streamed pretty much my entire experience with it and i plan on doing that more i even streamed some of fallout 4 so i'll have a we'll have a link below to my twitch that you can follow whenever i stream whatever um and i don't think i've ever mentioned my thoughts on call of duty so i'm just gonna do it now as a, uh, because everyone everyone i think we i think we on the podcast I, I don't know about you luke but you adam and i have talked about our thoughts on like call of duty as a as a whole like the games themselves yeah yeah I, definitely i i think so i haven't um but i, I just want to briefly mention them now i because because i know that call of duty is the cool thing to hate but honestly the games themselves they're they're there's nothing really objectively bad about them they're they're I mean, compared to most other AAA games that come out, they're usually quite polished and very enjoyable. I think they're... Call of Duty is the one AAA game that's never had to day one patch. You know? Yeah, I it's I've I've called uh, in the previous years. I've always called Call of Duty the McDonald's of of video games yes. because it's there's there's so much of it, 
And it's not the best, you know, it's not, you know, the greatest thing you'll ever purchase, but it does exactly what you want it to do. It tastes good, it's quick, it's fast, you can you can just have it, and you'll come back for more eventually. Um, I do, I do agree that there are way too many of the games, mm -hmm. and the fan base is, you know, obscenely terrible, but guaranteed if you go to a GameStop and you pick up any Call of Duty game, with uh, the exception of a choice couple, um, you're not wrong. You will have a blast with them. I just want to make this little side note. And uh, never let a bad fanboy spoil something for you. Never say that your reason for not liking something is because other people that you may not like like it. Yeah, that's yeah. the worst reason behind anything. I don't care what it is; it's the worst reason behind anything. And I have to say that. The especially Treyarch. Um, there's three companies that make right. Call of Duty. There's there's Infinity Ward, there's Sledgehammer, and there's Treyarch. And I've I think we got to differentiate old Infinity. Yeah, there's all yeah, there's Infinity also old Ward. Infinity Ward. And... <laughs> That's a whole side story. But out of all of the different wrong. companies that have made Call of Duty, I have always loved uh, Treyarch's titles. I've always felt that they were they had the most love and. Uh, put into them and they had the most they were just the most fun um and i've been a fan of the sort of black ops series they've been doing world at war is probably the last best world war ii game to have ever been made mm -hmm. you're not you're not wrong no exactly i mean if what you, medal of honor airborne like enemy front is World at War is better. Uh, if you choose Medal of Honor over Call of Duty, I think you're just sadly mistaken. No, well, early Medal of Honor, Allied Assault's pretty great. I mean, but, early Call of Duty, no one cared about. I I like it. Um, I like Big Red One, but oh uh, my god, oh that was also a Treyarch title. Yeah, it is. Um, so was Finest Hour. Anyway, <laughs> so World at War is great. Black Ops One classic. Might be, it, it's it might be my favorite shooter. It was my this introduction. Is, this is to saying the franchise. a lot. It's, was it really? It might be. Mm -hmm. Did you not play like Modern Warfare Two? I did, um... but my World at War was my introduction. Oh, okay. Yeah, Black Ops might be one of my favorite shooters, if not one of my favorite experiences in the last gen, and that says a lot. But I mean, I I see Black Ops One the same way, you know, I James I Bond or Com the Schwarzenegger's Commando or Die Hard or Rambo. It's it's it's. It's a. It doesn't take itself seriously. It's very fun. It's a blast to play through, and I can play it whenever. Honestly, it's just so easy. I would hold play. Black Ops One on like a golden pedestal of gaming. I of would. Shooters. There's there's a reason why. Um, interestingly enough, whenever whenever like people discuss Call of Duty or like talk about bringing back older titles. Black Ops is, is bring is brought it's, up a lot. It's bringing up and then and then after the first the out the 360 and PS3 versions of Black Ops three, uh, where it's just the multiplayer only. It comes with a voucher for Black Ops one. It's coming first, on Xbox One compatibility. Yeah, the first uh, Call of Duty game to be backwards compatible on the Xbox One will be Black Ops one. <laughs> People still play Black Ops one. It is good because I have is... all my DLC on that, and I'm like yeah, prestige like a... ten. That was the only game I ever prestiged. <laughs> It's a fun title, and Black Ops Two was was just as good. Um, the the campaign, no, the campaign. The, ca the campaign I enjoyed. One oh, of my uh, one character. I always um, had fun playing Black Ops One. My one of my friends, she had the game, and every time we'd like, I remember my like spending so many nights just like going over to her house, and we'd play it, 
all through the night and then we just like pass out after playing tons it, of rounds of black ops it was it was if great. you didn't play black ops one and get the first map pack that came with the very best zombies yeah. map ever first strike came with ascension the very best I, zombies map. i'm terrible at zombies i'm yeah. really it's, terrible it, it at zombies. That. it's it's that as as mm-hmm. a package black ops one you get so much you get um, an eight-hour campaign that is just fun to play through, and you can you can replay it at any moment. It'll be stuck in your head. Um, that's not the get, only thing that's gonna be stuck in your head after that game. Eh, you get <laughs> you get two zombies maps for the price of one. Mm-hmm. You get a Smash TV top-down shooter clone called Dead Ops Arcade. You get a multiplayer that you could play for hours on end alone with with every game type from Team Deathmatch. Search and destroy to even party games. Mm-hmm. Like oh, the party games game. on that. On that yeah, the game gun the games. The, the, the gun games, party sticks games and stones. One in, the, and one in the chamber. Not only that, there's a full copy of the of the text adventure game Zork that you can play. Why? You can play Zork One in Black Ops One. Why is that in there? Because why the hell not? That's um, I think the, that main that main menu when you're sitting in the chair. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. You can get up. And you can walk around that room, and there's a computer in the back, and you can play Zork on that computer. And that's also yeah. how you get uh, the second zombie map, isn't it? Somehow, like, this is kind I know of you a, have to beat the yeah. campaign to get the second. No, you beat map. the campaign if you want to cheat and not get the achievements. This is kind of a, a kind of a segue, but like the uh, in Ukulele, they they recently are announced. They've started announcing characters from the game. Other I got than an email Ukulele. about it this morning. Um, and there's like a there's a basically a t-rex character that protects the arcades that are in each level and every one of those arcades has like an old retro game that you can play so every stage yeah. of the game has a retro game you really have cool. like donkey kong country one mm-hmm. yeah. so i wanted i wanted to stress all of this about uh world at war and black ops and black ops 2 because um i have not been excited for a call of duty game for a while ghosts was not very good. Uh, I don't um, think not very good was is a good way to describe it either. It's 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 very bland. It's 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 very short. It's too straight faced. It was horribly optimized on PC, um, and it's it, it it's just a all around not a good game. Advanced Warfare not bad. Was, it was not bad. was not bad either. It was it was enjoyable. The multiplayer is good. Um, campaign was pretty good as well. But out of all of them, I was excited to see what Treyarch did. And my god, it is the most mixed package of a game I have I have played in a long time. Okay. Um, Let's just not just say of a game. Let's just say first-person shooter. If I could um, just go through uh, my issue, main issue with the game. Um, go for it. Still. Um, well, okay. So, day one, if you didn't get it day one, I managed to get my hands on a copy. Um, the servers were absolutely just broken. Broken to hell. Yeah, they there was um, a lot of server downtime on day one. Um, and so, I decided to contact Activision. Um, just going sort of, uh, what's going on? Uh, are you planning on fixing it anytime soon? Uh, mm. And I got contacted back. Um more or less saying that I have made up the error. Um, uh, just sort of like talking sh- yeah. to me. Um, just saying like, you know, the uh, photo that you've sent to us is doctored and all that sort of stuff. 
Um, and then, like, it's just like, why would you even do that? Like, I know it's day one, and you probably Here, don't I'm want gonna, any bad press. I'm going to fix still, your like... experience. I'm going to fix your experience for you. Do not go to Activision support. Um, surprisingly, a lot of Treyarch's uh, devs are on Twitter and are willing to answer your question at any time. Yeah. Hell, their, their PC developers have their own Twitter called at PC Dev. And even their Wii U team had their own Twitter. Oh, yeah. by the way, guys, we're going to start wrapping up, so just start wrapping well, up. Is, well, is Black Ops 3 for the Wii U? No, it's not. And, so it's it's not really active anymore, but gotcha. it, it was there for a while. Um, um, I just want but... to keep on going on with what I'm saying because Adam clearly wants right. to wrap up. Um, so, servers are um, broken day one, and they're still broken. Um, rarely do I get into a game where I have more than one bar when I'm in a party with someone, um, and it's not my internet because every single other person in the party has either one bar or two bars, um, and there are still... Uh, bunch of glitches of which they haven't even uh announced that they're going to fix or even like said anything about um so yes it's very fun but it's glitched up so much um there was a lot of issues also on pc at launch concerning uh if you had an i5 there was a lot of memory leak issues which uh they seem to be fixed now but that was not uh, very good yeah um but what i will say is that when i when i meant you know mixed package i the multiplayer is great it's fun it's called the multiplayer which triarch always usually does right it's black ops 2 with wall running and that's really all you'd ever need zombies is great this time it actually feels like a, a fresh update rather than just a mishmash of new mechanics that they wanted to throw together basically black ops 2 um but I know a couple of weeks ago we were we were trashing Halo Five for its campaign, but oh man, Black Ops 3's campaign is so much worse. <laughs> oh, it's it's bad. Yeah, they ripped off Terminator. It's really bad. They, they didn't off... just rip off Terminator. They 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 spoilers. Rip off... No, nobody not really. really cares. There's nothing think. to spoil in that game. In fact, you can play the last mission. Um, when you open the game, because every uh, mission is unlocked from the start. Really? <laughs> yes. They did this for co-op purposes. Um, which, by the way, this, the only reason why co-op is there is so you can actually play the game. I would not want to play it alone. No. It, it would be a miserable wreck. Um, it's, it's, there's, there's no story. The characters are flat. Uh, hell, the character you have, it's cool because for the first time in a Call of Duty game, you can actually create your own custom protagonist, but they're really just there to carry the story along. They don't really have anything interesting to say or do anything. Hell, if you have subtitles enabled, the character's name is Player. Yeah. Um, and the the actual character customization just feels like a cookie cutout of some. Like, yeah, it's it's just like you choose a gender and then there's nine faces. Yeah, to choose from. um, and it just feels like a cookie cutout of like some like flash game on the internet. Like it's just so lazy. And the last thing I want to say, and probably the biggest offense to me, was that even though the title of the game is Black Ops Three, it almost has nothing to do with the previous games. Nah, there's a there's a World War Two level. And you'd think, oh, they're going to throw back to World at War. No, it's just you're in someone's thoughts and they're thinking of a World War II battle. Uh, there's no Miller. There's no Roebuck. There's no Dimitri. There's no Reznov. 
Um, you're just in a random World War II battle, and they couldn't even make the soldiers hold World War II weapons. They're still holding, like, 20, Ew. 65 weapons. It's really gross. Um, there's one point where you're in Egypt, and one character just mentions Raul Menendez, who was the antagonist of Black Ops 2, just for um, this one character, Hendrix, to be like, Raul Menendez was a traitor! And then that's it. It's just, it's, that's it. That's all the mentions to Black Ops 2. And then... Throughout I, I will the game, be sad. I, I I didn't like the fact that there was no Mason. Yeah, and then throughout the game, they're always like, "Oh, the the government was doing experiments." And since the game is about augmentations going crazy, you'd think, "Oh, they're going to do a day use thing and be like, oh, the uh, like, oh, it's the augmentations went wrong." Nope. It turns out that the experiments were done with Nova Six, the deadly chemical from Black Ops One. That's it. That's the end of that storyline. Just a brief mention of Nova 6, and that's it. That's how it's all connected. What's really quite hilarious, though, is um, reviewers like uh, IGN and Kotaku, mainly, uh, have actually praised the storyline. Praised the storyline of which... Uh, I Interestingly, played... the first the first review I actually read was Destructoids, who said they absolutely hated the campaign, but they still gave the game a higher score because they loved the zombies and multiplayer. Yeah. And that's... Um, this this game around, if you if you are interested in buying Call of Duty and those are the two things you usually buy Treyarch Call of Duties for, mm. you're not going to be disappointed. They're really great. Yeah. Just do not play the campaign. No, all right, guys. Like I don't even bo- know why they bother with the story anymore because it's just it's just horrible. It's the so numbers, good. Mason. What do they mean? And on that note, uh, thank you guys. That was a rather fun discussion. Uh, sorry, I had to cut it short. Uh, but I want to thank you guys for joining me. It was a lot of fun, and uh, it was really exciting. We got to experience Nintendo Direct and react to it together. And, and new games. Yeah, so many new yes. games. So many things. So look, much stuff. So much to look forward so to. Stuff. Isn't it a wonderful time to be a gamer? Go out and play a Nintendo game. You got plenty <laughs> on the way. You got to get hey, here. Hey, and and Fallout 4. I'm going to go out. Play whatever you want. I'm going to go back to the <laughs> wasteland, and uh, I'm going to go do my thing. You do that, and I hope you get Wait lost minute, Chris, there. Chris, do you have an Xbox One? I do, in fact, have Xbox One. Do you have EA Access? Uh, go F yourself. No, just pay the $5 this month so we can play Battlefront right this moment. You can right now play 10 hours of Battlefront. Let's do it. Wait, uh, anyway. Yes, I'm being complete, sir. <laughs> All right, guys, you have fun with that. Uh, yeah. But for now, if you have any topics, uh, submissions, fan art, music, anything like that, Send it to us at ZeldaInformerPodcast at gmail.com. Once again, that's ZeldaInformerPodcast at gmail.com. You can also feel free to watch my streams that are going on almost every day of the week uh, <laughs> at picardo.tv slash milkmanartdelivery. Uh, if you want to know when those are going on, you can follow us on Twitter. Uh, I post about them all the time. Uh, and you can help maybe make a cool banner with me on Picardo. We can have fun. You can ask me questions that I will not be comfortable answering on the podcast. Uh... So yeah, there you have it. Uh, Thank you again, guys, for joining me, and I hope everyone has a good night. Okay, bye! Bye. Hey! You're a king, you're a boat. You're a king, you're a boat. Watch out!